Joe, everyone has a story on it, but I can't find a clip to save my life. That's fine. But there's several stories about it. Let it go. Okay. (laughs) What do you mean, the Alpha News piece? No, the Biden saying the Colorado River is going to dry up. Right now, aren't they brimming because of the storms? I think so. This teacher in Shoreview looks like somebody who would say that. (laughs) (laughs) Got big glasses, man. Holy moly. Got the nose ring going and kind of got that Lesbo look going. Uh, Finally, later, tell it. Yeah. (laughs) Got that whole Western thing going on, that whole cowboy. I like your style, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I like yours too, man. You got that whole cowboy thing going. Um, all right. Well, we had a trooper hit by a snowplow. What was that? I, don't I plan think he was to pay for pothole repair. I think he was in his off-duty car. Oh, I don't think he was on the clock. What are my ads, son? Pulling them up, Joe. Huh? Yeah, pulling them up. <laughs> pulling them up now. To pay for pothole repair. Um, today, Joe, yeah, I need an Eckberg lamb, yeah, a frat, and a Mueller memorial. The lamb and the Mueller are kind of related. They are. Well, they both involve death. I expected some very dramatic music after that comment. You do Washburn and Creevy too? No, I'm not. My name isn't. uh, What the hell was that guy's name? Ray Christensen. Ray Christensen. Ray Ray Christensen. Oh, he had great pipes, man. Um, All right. Kenny, I need. Okay. Holy balls. Kenny, you're killing me here. Why? Has Kenny got a lot? Yeah. Lucky Um, Kenny. I'm a GLer, Joe. So, Rook, are you renounce here? my citizenship by not plowing my snow. Wow. Hey, I did plow mine. Hey, let's not do what we did yesterday with the ads. Mine's Look. one of two driveways in the neighborhood that's down the pavement. Oh, okay. you got her all the way down? Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I take it back, Joe. Why don't we, um, can we start doing, let's see, because we normally do four segments. Yeah. Is it? You know what I'm thinking is, um, you don't want to do that in in. No, that really effed everything up. So let's do this instead. Smoothly did it. Well, but why don't we do this instead? Why don't we do the same thing? Do two segments. We can do instead of going twenty. Let's just go fifteen. We'll go to John, and then why don't we break in the middle of John's newscast? Well, I think the idea would work if it was Joe doing the ad, not one of us. Right. but if I if I could just have you start the segment, Kenny, with an ad, that, that yeah, would that's, be fine. Uh, that's, yeah. that's fine. Should I, I give cues to people? No, I think that's what we need <laughs> to stay away from. <laughs> I'll be glad to. You know. That's what turned us into a fireball of disaster. Fireball one of disaster. Guy I, uh, that's down to pavement. I, I said, Phil, I saw a plow. No wonder you're always down to pavement. The plow. I don't give a plow. I do that by myself. That plow was at the neighbor's house. 
he was very irate because he takes great pride yeah. in this. As you should. Yeah. Something a little odd to be getting that worked up. No, it's actually not. Really? No. No, he wanted full credit for it. I gave it to him because he he snow blows and then uses the blower. Yep. I mean, it's, and he's north facing. He's got quite the task. Busy guy, is he? Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Needs a hobby or two. (laughs) What about the street in front of his place? Can you see the the curb? Uh, No. That's almost impossible to pull off. Well, and that's uh, that. I don't expect him to do that. I, I tried that one year. That didn't last long. Um. All right. So back to ads here. Yeah. Um. Ken. What are you a, doing? Here's what I need from you. All right. Sea foam. DK Mags, Pro Turf, and Tri State. One, two, that means, okay, I'm going to have to move this. I, I like the, uh, the rib that he gave you in semen. Whose idea was it? It was my that idea. Was, I know, but I, I think that was funny. <laughs> I don't know about that. What? I think it was ju- ju- um, Dan's idea. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it just <laughs> seems like a Dan idea to me. I'm just kind of mad because I used the pick of Brooke giving me a kiss, you know. I thought it was a good picture of us. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, so... Can like we, a picture of a band. Can we do that? Do what? <laughs> do, what? do what now? <laughs> with with the newscast. Can we I don't care. All right. What are we gonna do? An ad <laughs> in the middle of it? No, no, because that's a disaster. Because then I could because I have to start the other reason why I don't like your idea. No, well, it's not even that. It's <laughs> it's because the way that we're all right, let's get in the weeds. That's fine. We have to start doing ad insertion too with the the way that the show is now being um, posted. But Did that's you get Feb yet for me. What? Feb numbers? He what, doesn't what? know. But that's to my Chris. point is it will seem less like a break if he, d- maybe it's just no, Joe. No, but I guess my point is, Rook, if we do that, we're going to overload the the content. Because the, the ad I insertion. Think you're spreading it out. No, no, you're not understanding this. The ad insertion then is not up to us. That's up to megaphone and and that has nothing to do with us so if we all of a sudden are now doing an ad into break which we've been doing and an ad out of break that works yeah because if we let's do that here we go no wait a second i have a question like a longer break Uh, chris the ad insertion it's not gonna be um where do they put them i don't know yet they don't just stick them right in the middle of a sentence, do they, no, like they do on YouTube? No, but that's what is going to happen when I, I have to pl- put an ad insertion in the middle of our gotcha. podcast posting. Gotcha. Bradaloni's Hardware and Garden Store. Is there any way um, for those ad, and, and they're going to be in the middle of like programming, right? Not in a commercial break? They'll be in a break. Oh, they will be? Yes. Okay. Oh, all Which right. will sound better than... Yeah, you know. Yep. 
cool. Okay. You know, some stick it notes, stick stick it notes, stick notes, sticky notes, post it notes, post it notes. Some <clears throat> stick better than others. Heather Fratellonis. Wow. Get it back up, Brooke. Don't lose it. Get some, oh. get some scotch tape or something. Some Joe, transparent. You, you're you're harping on both 3M products. Yeah. Joe, you like investor? the uh, I am. See? You like the sticky post-it miniature notebooks you told me once, right? These? Uh yeah. Guess, yeah, these these, are, these stick well. I like stick. Yeah, everything. I like the stick. There you, you go. You got it wedged up against something? Yeah. Yeah, Heather Mueller. All right. <laughs> Heather Mueller. Heather Mueller. You're probably sitting around eating cucumber sandwiches. <laughs> I like cucumbers on sandwiches. I don't like them alone, though. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Bleeping Stores. Ready? What? When I say that, do you think I'm ready? Well, uh, I don't know if we are well, ready. because we're uh, Come at us. I'm Come ready. at us with something interesting about post-it notes. <laughs> you should have saved that for the show. Should have opened with that, probably. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores <laughs> brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1037. I'm trying my best not to lose track of that count because there was some question about that back in January. In fact, doesn't it seem like we've done more than 37 shows yes. since the thousandth show? 100% yes. But that's what it is today, 1037. March 15th, 2023, 70 degrees on this day in 2015, and seven below on this day in 1897. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king. Fireworks Commissioner and the Keeper of Common Sense, your mayor, Joe Sushi. I have a way to pay for pothole repair. You you found a way to pay for pothole rather repair. than be negative about it, and rather than grouse and moan. Oh, yesterday you were. It should have been paid for already with our property tax. But clearly, the property taxes have gone to uh, support and fund an ever-expanding government full of job titles that are undefinable. I'll agree. Okay, so we need a new way to pay for pothole repair. Ready? Go yep. for yep. me. Go mm -hmm. for me. Naming it. rights. <laughs> I want to name For 10 bucks, I get to name a pothole. Like the Grand Canyon. The black hole. Yo, yo, it would be named with your own name. Oh, I just went by that Larry Miller. Ooh, Kenny's that hole. That's a Kenny Kenny hole. <laughs> Stay away from that. That's a bad one. Right. I, naming rights. Most infected. Because you know what else I noticed today? And you're going to find this terribly, maybe you won't find it terribly difficult to believe. Uh, Fairview Avenue in St. Paul is particularly troublesome. Yes. To the point where. It's just a little path you have to follow in each direction, or you're you're doomed. You have, and you have to be on edge. You you can't be casually driving and daydreaming. Well, you gotta it's, be. it's done a couple of things, and and as your mayor, who often walks down the service road of life and attempts to understand <laughs> our world, I've come up with a couple of observations. It's improved driving. 
because people have to be okay. so focused. You're gonna pull a sil- that's a small silver lining. Well, out I of- got a. I have a second silver lining. Okay. I saw nothing but people smiling, as though to say, "Look at what we're up to," and it was to the point where they thought it was almost fun, including <laughs> me. Huh. You mean driving around the pot? Yes. It was almost an adventure. I don't know if I'm that we were all in this, and and all these euphorians love to preach community. We were a community of focused drivers who were smiling, (laughs) smiling at our misfortune, smiling at the absurdity of this, but nevertheless enjoying it, Hmm. enjoying the damn things. Now I want to name them. You know who was really smiling? Mike Schoonover. Oh boy, (laughs) any body shop would be. Usually they're Hell standing yeah. at the front window, looking out the window, hoping Here for bad weather. Here comes another one. Yeah. Now it's just amazing because some of them are glacier-like. They're, I mean, they're they're going to wreck your they're going to wreck your car suspension. And I have a definite rod. thump in one of my tires. Uh oh. Even when I get on, you're hearing stuff again. No, even when I get even when I get on smooth pavement, I'm hearing it. So I believe I probably have a a tire with a chunk taken out of it or something, mm. <laughs> you know, okay. it's just, a, it's just amazing. It hard to believe, but okay. uh, you're chunking. Yeah, we I got that, a chunk. I'm, we I'm say chunking. that in racing tires, chunking up. Um, what I really enjoyed about this time of the year living in South Minneapolis is everything's down to one lane, all the small, you know, neighborhood oh, streets. Yeah. And I'd see a guy coming up the street and I would, since I'm in this giant truck, I would automatically find a place and opening and pull over to let him pass right. and then you really can judge the character you are so right i know what your you're going to say fellow citizens when they give you or don't give you the big wave and the yeah. thumbs up and the smile thank you for being polite and most of them don't unfortunately they don't most of them don't yeah and it's uh, terribly unfortunate. All I want is one of these. Yep. It's one of these. That's yep. all I want. And occasionally uh, speaking of the potholes you would see an oncoming car Slow down yeah. to almost a crawl because he knew you were approaching a big pothole that you were going to swerve into his lane to get around. That yep. was also a fun yep. moment. Yep. Yep. See what I mean? We're focused. We're focused. We're engaged. And damn it, we're happy. <laughs> you just keep telling yourself that damn it we're happy stop sending us your vacation photos right. from the beach we got our own enjoyment here who needs the beach uh, and speaking of alley plowing which uh came up yesterday because kenny was surprised that the city of st paul does not plow the alleys downing notes he lives in st paul and on an alley and the alley gets plowed right away thanks to the free market. Okay. If I need to, I can use the privately plowed alley to reach the Ramsey County plow- plowed arterial street at the far end of the block. In other words, we have to wait two days for the city to plow the streets, but he uses the alley to get to a county plowed street and bang, bang, boom. We do not want the city to take on the alleys. They would not get done until this after the streets, if at all. And uh, P.S. We have also had two weeks in a row of no recycling pickup. I don't know how to that would solve. Drive me crazy. I don't, I don't, don't know. know. That I don't know why I came out against that uh, because it's a proven fact that the private sector can handle uh, anything better than the government. Anything. Oh, I'm much in agreement. I'm yeah. much in agreement. John, up your way. Yes. I'm surprised you're. Maybe you are aware of this, and maybe you and the missus. 
a plan to take the eco challenge oh, for I, the month of April. I, I don't know anything about it. What, well, uh, there's an eco challenge in uh, in Anoka. Anoka County is partnering with EcoChallenge.org to bring you the Earth Month Eco Challenge. Earth Month Eco Challenge 2023 is a behavior change program that helps you take action to create a healthier world. Mm -hmm. Earth Month Eco Challenge provides tools and inspiration to turn intention into action and gives participants a fun and social way to think about and support building a healthier community. Wow. What's more, Earth Month Eco Challenge is free and open to the public. Everyone is welcome to select and take actions that best suit their lifestyle and meet their goals. The Eco Challenge allows you to choose one-time or daily actions from five categories, <laughs> climate and ecosystems, economy and communities, health and equity, education and livelihood, and basic needs and security. Hmm. Through Earth Month Eco Challenge, we are connecting the dots between systems, solutions, and our capacity to create significant global change. Each time our dots are connected, we, we take another step forward toward our better shaped future. So here we are. Let's begin. Go. So go to that site and pick out what you want. Uh -huh. uh, just go to anokacountyminnesota.gov. And uh, the Take the Earth Challenge will be on there. And uh, I'm sorry, Take the uh, the Earth Month Eco Challenge. And before you know it, everything will be perfect. Yeah, the happier a wow. world. Is, not yeah. Yeah. is that April Earth Month? I believe so, because yes. April is yep. the month when we have Earth Day. Earth Day. Earth Day. Well, I don't Earth live in Anoka County. I live in Douglas County, but I will pledge to not burn any tires in April. That would be helpful. Yeah. I'll, I'll really Just try April, hard. right? That would be helpful. Well, I uh, yeah, because I, I do have a bunch of tires I need burning. That, yeah. I uh, I went there, Joe, just now, and I clicked on it, and uh, there are 17 things they want you to to do that will make global goals for sustainable development. So, okay, give us a few, John. Uh, sure. Uh, number one, no poverty. No poverty. I, that's the eco, yeah. And uh, oh. it, it goes on from there. Number two, zero hunger. Three, okay. good health and well-being. Right. Uh, four, quality education. So far, there's been nothing that has to do with the this environment. This is really odd. Not yeah. yet. Uh, we will get there, but it takes a minute. Number five, gender equality. Got to <laughs> have that. Because that's going to help the I, environment. Yeah, I, Some I, people yeah. get hot sooner than others. <laughs> <laughs> Especially those gals, uh, our right. former gals in their 50s. Uh, number six <laughs> there. We, we hit an eco here. Oops. Clean water. <laughs> I'm trying to save you. Shut up. Clean water and sanitation <laughs> is number six. Okay. Uh, seven, affordable and clean energy. Sure. Uh, eight, decent work and economic growth. Okay. Uh, has nothing to do with the environment. Uh, nine, industry, innovation, and infrastructure. Sure. Uh, ten, reduced inequalities. Well, you have to do that. Yep. Eleven, sustainable cities and communities. I suppose sure. that. St. Paul yeah. has a sustainability <laughs> What was coordinator his, or a director? director uh, I thought it was. Yeah. What's his name, Rook? It is. Uh, and he's unheard of. Uh, no, uh, uh, along with all the other meaningless job titles, there's we have not heard from our Russ Stark. Russ Stark. Russ he's Stark. our sustainability no. coordinator, and he is invisible. You don't really see him in the news, or a, a program comes out. He's or... not sustaining anything. 
Anyway, the, John, uh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That, that's all right. I'm going to skip the rest, but I will tell you, and you're not going to like this part, uh, after I clicked on it, all of this comes from the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals. So it's all based on that, the UN. Uh, it I, seems like none of it has anything to do with climate change. No, it's communism. Yeah, exactly. Huh. Well, uh, and that's Anoka. Now, you mm-hmm. can make the argument that Anoka is, well, here, here's, here's what we now have to observe. Anoka is not far enough away from the country's tallest right. buildings. I thought there was there a lot was, of... Once, once was, was, but I don't think it is anymore. I was under the impression there was a lot of good old boys up in Anoka. Well, there, there is, yeah, and, and over where I live, Coon Rapids, yeah. that whole, yeah. this whole region, I Guys think. Guys that'll pull you out of the snowbank in the winter Bingo. with their big-ass truck, those kind of good old boys. I think they're disappearing in Anoka. No, but what you're seeing is this mindset is seeping to the outer ring suburbs. That's, I guess, what I was trying to get at. Yeah. The uh, the governments uh, get full of themselves, and unfortunately, it's leaching. Yep. Would you say seeping? Seeping. Seeping, seeping. or leaching? Yep. <laughs> into uh, areas that uh, we used to think of as being insulated from the country's tallest buildings, but Anoka went so far as to just seize upon the UN BS. Yeah. yeah. That's even worse. And, than and lazy. What, you can sign up, and right now there are 3,359 participants, and uh, they're all, uh, I think that's the entire world at the moment. So <laughs> I don't know how big this will get, but right now they're at about 3,300 participants. In Anoka or the world? No, I, this looks like the world from what I'm seeing. Well, that's uh, that's not very many people to save the world, is it? Not uh, not at all, no. Uh, is Greta on board with this? We we can't do anything until we get the okay well, from she Greta. She is the world's leading scientist. <laughs> with the deleted tweet from five years ago. Well, damn it, the, inconveniently enough, the world still exists. You think she woke up and went, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Everything I said was a lie. <laughs> well, John, you and Mrs. Height pick one, and you can update us occasionally on how you're doing. I, I, I think I have a thing. I don't know if I can, Joe. <laughs> I can fit it where, in. I'll try. I'll try. Where are we at with no mo may? Are we gonna try that again? Oh, I uh, bet that year? comes back. How about no mo snow? How about no mo snow? Right. Let's go. <laughs> My God. Hey, we got four to seven coming tomorrow. I know. Tomorrow night. And I hey, will. Well. I'm uh, because Kenny has chastised me, and I think justifiably. I will continue my space management. It's kind of like golf in the fall. You know, if you get a hole in one, it should count until the snow flies. There shouldn't be an arbitrary date at which hole in one insurance concludes. And then two days later, some guy gets a hole in one and he doesn't get his two bucks from everybody else in the club. And he whines like so, a sissy. So hole in one. So it's like hole in one in golf. You gotta you gotta practice space management. Until there ain't no more snow. Joe, tell the GLers because you really restored my faith in your um, your citizenship and garage logic. Tell the GLers what you told me about your driveway before the show started. There's two driveways in my neighborhood down to pavement, and I'm one of them. All right. Huh. Much much respect. What'd sir. that cost you? What do you mean? You know I what? Did it myself. I, don't think, I don't know if that matters, does it? I did I it myself. Yeah. Well, that's I, a good point. Yeah. And the guy, the guy uh, who I'm second to, who is the best in the neighborhood, I mistakenly 
uh, leveled against him a crime against humanity. I said, you know, no wonder your place looks so good. He was a former Boreas, so I call him King. Mm -hmm. King, I saw a plow truck at your drive. No, you didn't. <laughs> the hell you oh, did. I do that myself. Them did, words. did he throw off the gloves? Just he he the was gloves ready to. The he was ready to hit the mattress. <laughs> and, and I said, King, I saw that. He said that was at that was at the neighbors. That was Come not on. my house. <laughs> Because he not only snow blows at 6 a.m., then he has the blower out because he's north-facing. And uh, you can have a picnic lunch on his driveway in the dead of January. Nice. It's just perfect. Perfect. Love that. And he takes, effort. takes great pride. So I partly because of Kenny and partly because of him, I was shamed this last go-around. Uh, even though I said I wasn't going to go out and do it, I did it knowing that I'd get help from old Sal, too the next day yeah. and i'm back to pavement now i'm a north facing driveway and i'm not shamed i'm i'm just leaving it you just don't bother do you I'm not but your 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 neck scale has always been called into question yeah, yeah. and you know what you know you know what you're you know what you are you're comfortable there's other that. things to worry wait about a minute wait a minute was this the same north facing driveway a couple of weeks ago you said the the car slid downhill, parked at <laughs> night. It's great. It's great. To, uh, uh, Gabe left for school, and I got a uh, call saying, your car is halfway in the street right now. Well, this is where you box down. the Kia in? It slid down overnight. Uh, if, if the Kia is on the street, we box it in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, the hill goes down towards the street. Correct. Oh, okay. And right. you know, if there is ice up there, but what I've done—you're not north facing. Having been there, your your driveway would be east facing. <laughs> Same thing to him, Joe. Yeah. He does north, <laughs> south, east, west. You know what you need to do no, is uh, your front door like... is east facing. <laughs> yes, but well, so my driveway's driveway. on the side. Oh, Matthew. So you got to do You're like I... you got to come over more often. <laughs> With the uh, um, the pontoon, D's nuts. When I keep it over at my mom's, I throw an anchor out on the sand beach and, and keep her strapped to the beach. You need to do that with your car. <laughs> no, uh, by design. By design. I mean, I uh, idiot savant um, is what I am. And <laughs> when I did um, the last time, I did shovel and move some of the ice where it meets the street. There's about a, I don't know, two, three inch chunk thing a, about like a, that. Yeah. Yeah. A wolf. I, I've got a, a, a natural curb, so it won't go over that now. So I don't know if it slides down. It's a chalk. It right there. It's a tire chalk. Yes. It's an ice chalk. It's an ice chalk. Ah, don't worry about that, Carl. We'll be fine. It's not that busy of a street anyway. I put that there for safety purposes. Yes, right there, officer. You want to take calls on. Which way the GLers' uh, driveways face? No. North, east? No, I do not. Yeah, I want to make it time in the now, Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> See, I want to introduce you to a new sponsor, but it's not new to me. I've known uh, the Mueller family all my life, literally all my life. We were neighbors, and they run, of course, the Mueller Memorial Funerals and Cremation. I used to even work there one summer. I worked for Mueller Mortuary uh, at a, a Johnson Parkway location. What'd you do? What was your job? Uh, I was ground maintenance. Whoa. Really? I did walk in on a cold one once. Yeah, it's part of the gig. And and part uh, of the gig. It was okay. It was okay. <laughs> uh, they've been doing this for more than 75 years. This is not a fun topic. Uh, and I can't say that Mueller makes it fun, but you know what he does? He makes it comfortable. He is a sharp guy who knows this is a time of grief, but he knows how to handle that. And he knows how to take care of it, and it'll make you and your family feel better because he takes care of the difficult details. 
You got that? Mm-hmm. All right. They got a white bear location, mm-hmm. actually has a bar. Now, I'm not advocating that you go to a, a funeral and get hammered. I'm just saying he's, uh, he's a little hip to what the modern grievances might amount to. Let's just have a drink here and talk about dad, huh? Let's, you know, and, and you meet people and you talk to people you haven't talked to in a long time. That's the first in the nation, by the way. The way he established that is the first in the nation. I know this isn't a fun th- thing to think about, but when you learn a little bit more about what's involved, you understand that it doesn't have to be an overwhelming and frightful situation. Mueller Mortuary takes care of it. Scott uh, Mueller has written a great book. It's called What to Know Before You Go, and he answers the most commonly asked questions about death, grief, and funerals in an informative way. And again, it's going to leave you feeling comfortable about this because it has to be done. It's like an estate plan with my friends at Eckberg Lammers. It has to be done. And uh, no one's going to handle this for you more comfortably, more agreeably, more charitably than uh, Scott Mueller. Go to MuellerMemorial.com to learn more. Two fifty-seven, two fifty-eight. Was it one? I, oh, I, I should was, set the timer. It was two minutes exactly. I looked up at the thing when I wasn't timing. And I'm the one that bitches about long ads. You do? <laughs> yeah, I have. What? Yeah. What? All that. If that was two, rookies doing them five. <laughs> no way. No way. Um. Yes. Um, so. Yeah. Just kind of reviewing the Garage Logic article that uh, review that I, I just saw from Adam Platt. Yeah. So the trend continues. <laughs> the um, I uh, so two Adam Platt articles, one Ricey book, zero mention of you know loyal loyal dog that just. Well, I don't think any of us were mentioned except for oh, you. Made, you made I was, Reavers. I was. Yeah, you yeah. are. I was happy we made the photo. That's all. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm included in the Garage Logic gang. You know, maybe that's what I should be. I uh, I happened to be there that day, so I just sat around and watched, hoping I'd get mentioned, and I still didn't get mentioned. Rook, were you here that day that Adam was here? I was not. Well, you know, uh, there you go. And then, then I then I wonder if, if it was purposely scheduled that day because no. rookie's not there maybe no. that does. No, i was you know, a I have bitch some things to, to say. get him here that he I would remember i, I would not was, be silenced i was yes. told to be ready really an hour am. early so uh, i sat here waiting for the link to come and uh, i waited and uh, i waited and then finally about a quarter <laughs> to 12 uh, from now on anytime we get a request i just yeah. gonna say i'm not scheduling I'm shit down anyway. hey what's well, the name you know of the what? and you have my what? blessing to do that yeah why was I there, Chris? I but then I also don't want you guys to bitch I'm when not. we don't get any. I'm well, I am. I, I am. I don't, I am. No, I am bitching. I, I, I don't. Bitching. I don't care really seriously. Right. You know, a lot of times I don't care, but you know. What'd you say, Kenny? I'm sorry. Who's the baseball play-by-play guy, Bob Euchre? Uh, Euchre. Yeah. yeah, he was just on an old episode of Carson. My God, he's funny, hysterical. The media oh, has ignored geez. us since the beginning. I mean, let's face it. I'm used to that. Yeah. I, you know, it's. We're we're a square peg in this town. We don't square uh, pegs, square pegs. We don't fit in these round holes, which is fine. No, I'm. I'm. It doesn't seem to bother the listeners. Very true. And I say that with a wink and a nudge. I, uh, you know, nudge, nudge. once you get used to it, you don't really expect it anymore. 
Let's go here. I think I've let it go. I'm not sure yet. You slipped that already. one in there, Rook, and nobody noticed. You know what? It's like Thanks, John. it's like plowing the driveway. You're comfortable with it. I'm comfortable with it. You know what? Let's it's, go here. The drive will go on, you know. You learn more. He- <laughs> Invisible bumper music. All right. Kenny, you ready? <laughs> sure. All right. Hey. All right, I'm rolling. You'll learn more here by accident than elsewhere by design. Here's Joe Suchere. Uh My inbox proves that you GLers love talking about seafoam, and I think I can figure out why. It's It works fast. It's really easy to use. Dump it in and go. And uh, us people that use seafoam, we love to tell others about it. It's, it's the ease of use, the results immediate and long-term. It's basically insurance that actually goes to work for you right away. Seafoam cleans and lubricates critical engine parts so our engines run better and they last longer. And you can get the stuff everywhere. Auto parts stores, big retailers, small retailers, knack hardware stores, farm stores, sea stores. I even see it in grocery stores, right right in that little aisle that has one uh, quart of oil and uh, a wiper blade that Fits a Studebaker from and 1963. A can of old-fashioned car wax. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that really old can. The of old wax. turtle wax. <laughs> and there it is, Seafoam, uh, always flying off the shelf. Such and I, we lean on Seafoam every day. A wonderful product in a world of bad gas. Seafoam. I've always wanted to believe, uh, even though the academy has failed, I've always wanted to believe that the teachers themselves are are not interested in confusing children about their gender. I, I've wanted to believe that that's become uh, uh, hyperbole driven by uh, the Margaret Taylor. What's her name? Margaret Taylor Green? Greensmith? Oh, something. Yeah. They want to teach them reading, writing, and arithmetic. I I think that's what right. I've always I wanted to believe. Right. But I, I've been alerted by a couple of emailers to a story in uh, the Alpha News site in the Twin Cities, uh, that says an undated video. Well, that's problematic right there. Okay, I want to date. Timeline. An undated video has surfaced of a public school teacher saying that her goal is to confuse kids about gender. The teacher, whom parents have identified as a Moundsview public schools teacher, explains in the video that some of her students can't tell if she's a boy or a girl, meaning the students can't tell if this teacher is a boy or a girl. And I'm looking at a picture of her, and I can understand why these students might be confused. All right. Alpha News reached out to the district multiple times to confirm the identity of the teacher, but receive no response. Now, this is tough because at that point, if I'm the editor, I'm thinking, you don't have a story. You got to dot some I's and cross some T's. Either name this person or, so where am I? Am I to continue the story or would I be guilty of my own observations? Uh, Out of my own curiosity, I would say continue so you can see if, you find uh, some more facts where somebody actually... In the video, the teacher is wearing a school lanyard reading Valentine Hills Elementary. All right. Okay, so we've got a school. And she says in the video, the students ask the other teacher if I'm a boy or a girl. 
The other teacher allegedly asked the students if this really mattered, to which one student responded, no, I just can't figure it out. It's just so hard. I can't figure it out. And I was just like, she uses the like word, Mm -hmm. like a 12-year-old girl. Uh, This is the teacher now saying, and I was just like, yes, that's the goal, the teacher says in the video. Yes, that her goal, goal, her goal is to confuse is to is to have these c- kids confused about what gender she is. It's like uh, Saturday Night Live with Pat. It's right. time for androgyny. <laughs> it's just Pat. Now, it does say here the woman in the video has been identified by parents and former students as Courtney Ryan, a Valentine Hills Elementary School music teacher. Oh. One parent said she believes the 2021-22 school year was Ryan's first year at the school. I'm very upset that this teacher is saying that her goal is to confuse kids. Her personal life has no place in the elementary school, the parent told Alpha News. She is wearing a mask and her lanyard, which she wears while on the clock as a teacher paid by taxpayers. She's not wearing a mask in the video, but you can see the mask hanging down uh, her neck. Okay. The parent shared that her only concern about the teacher when her children attended the class was a project they did about protests through music. Related to the book Change Sings by Amanda Gorman, the parent recalled that the two choices for topics were a prison hunger strike and Colin Kaepernick. Well, that doesn't sound fun for the kids. No, really doesn't. This project felt more appropriate well, that's gonna get the at the middle school or high school level, the parent said. A second parent of another former student of Ryan's told Alpha News that he pulled his youngest daughter from Valentine Hills because of teachers and lesson materials like this. These are discussions about life, sexuality, and human development that parents should have with their children, he said. I agree with the parent. He told Alpha News that the parent-child relationship is one of the most important and fundamental relationships for a child's growth and development. When an elementary teacher injects herself into that relationship, why don't you play this video for us, Chris? Just go to Alpha Mm, News, and it's right there. The story is right there, and I presume you can click on the video I did out in the other room. The parent told Alpha News that the parent-child relationship is one of the most important and fundamental relationships for a child's growth and development. When an elementary teacher injects herself into that relationship between a parent and a child by making the child confused about gender, they are violating the trust and relationship between a parent and child, he said. I, I happen to agree with him. Ryan did not respond to multiple requests for comment. Now, uh, I don't think Alpha News would have printed this if they were if they thought they were on shaky ground. Is that a safe assumption? I think that's a safe assumption. They they, they apparently believe they have this nailed down that it's a teacher at Valentine Hills Elementary School. Now, why and what video this is, can you tell, Chris, what is this uh, one of her? It looks like it's a a TikTok video from her own personal account. And this would be... If I had to guess, that's what I would guess. And then, well, why don't you play this, teacher? One of my coworkers told me that they were talking to some students in the hallway, and they asked, the students asked the other teacher if I'm a boy or a girl. And the teacher was like, does it matter? You know, she's cool. And they're like, no, I just, I just can't figure it out. It's just so hard. I can't figure it out. That's the goal. That's the goal. 
That should not be the goal. I don't think that should be the goal. That shouldn't be the goal. Uh, Gee, I wonder why enrollment is declining in schools, public schools. Now, when she says that's the goal, she gives a little fist bump. That's the goal, baby. (laughs) The goal is to educate. That's not about you. The goal is to have children confused about who you are, you person, you. I can't help but think of the wise, wise words of Paul Westerberg when he sang, here comes Dick, he's wearing a skirt. Here comes Jane, you know, she's sporting a chain. Same hair, revolution, same build, evolution. Tomorrow, who's going to fuss? They love each other so. Yeah. Androgynous. Yep. But that wasn't talking about little kids. No, no, it wasn't. No. But that's the whole story. That's all that was going through my mind. And I still want to believe, I still want to believe that this person would not be reflective of the average teacher. Yes, 100%. Uh, But why then does this thing why is she put up with i'd fire her ass in about 10 seconds but does she she doesn't make it clear why she wants to confuse the kids well and that's what that's where we are left to draw our own conclusions and and that's not good for her she's making it about herself rather than the kids yeah the conclusion i draw is that she thinks it's a better and healthier world if it got rid of gender that would be the conclusion I draw. Why? Why would it be? Because because she's struggling with her own identity. She probably would find comfort in the in the belief that everybody should struggle with their identity. I don't want everybody to be pat. No, uh, uh, you know, it's, yes, sir. Not that pat. Oh. Different one. I, am I a boy or am I a girl? That's what keeps me up at night. <laughs> That's Paul. In, yes. the, <laughs> roommate, <laughs> uh, the roommate and I um, dress alike, but. Um, you but she looks use, a lot better than you. Yeah, do. yeah. <laughs> We're both wearing jeans and t-shirts. But, yeah, you but know, her stands out. Yeah, yeah. The guys are saying like hi to. They're saying hi to her, and yeah, yeah. gravy on your beard. Right, right, right. Your beard is way better than yours. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't tell her I said that. That was just a joke. <laughs> Have you followed the story of the? Uh, the kid, he's now 12. This has nothing to do with this teacher in Shoreview. I'm going to just get rid of that. The hell with her. That's a her, by the way, I can tell. Okay. It sounded like it. But maybe it's a her who doesn't identify as a her, you know. Uh, why am I touched? Well, because I'm a sap. But in this case, for a good reason. Uh Remember the kid Ladavian? Uh, John, I'd have to find his last name. He's now 12. He was an innocent shooting victim yes. in a car in North Minneapolis. Still has the bullet in his head. Yes. And it's greatly affected his ability to live a normal life. He well, can't sure. walk. He, sure. he's, he's, uh, he doesn't talk anymore. But apparently he is capable of learning and he's... And his grandmother seems to be the spokesman for the family. Uh, and she has great hope in him that he's, he's going to walk one day. He's going to talk again. And, and I hope she's right. But she said if she had a, uh, 
A handicapped access van. Like a Rolex. R-O-L-L. Whatever. If she had a handicap, and I don't think she's, I don't think she's running a scam here. She's saying we we have to do everything on the bus. And if I had an access, uh, a handicap access van, I could get him to see the world, you know. And I'm thinking, well, how much could that be? How much? Hundred k. Yeah, that's well, a, I mean my that's guess. nothing. But yeah. Lada- what's his last name? Jim? Ladavian Garrett Jr. Yep. She, grandma calls him Junior. Okay. Mm-hmm. And he was on the news again last night. Apparently, the ang- and he's been on the news before. The angle this time was she needs this van. And and I think she'll get it. Uh, I think someone will step forward because she seems very sincere. I don't think she's looking to go joyriding in a I didn't get handicapped access this van. This is legit. This is not. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's random shootings in North Minneapolis. Just took out this innocent kid. And somebody knows. Somebody does know. Mm-hmm. And I think it was it. in uh, April of 2021. Yes. Correct. Does, yep. does she have a GoFundMe site? Uh, is there any way the yellers can not help that I'm out? Aware of. Not that I'm aware how of. do we? How do we help? Oh, uh, look up Ladavian Garrett Jr. and maybe there'd be what a, news uh, channel did you? This was on, uh, I think five, probably. Okay. It was either five or four. I switch at commercials. At the commercial, I switch. Uh, It'd be fun to help her out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever has the weather first, that's who I watch, and then I'm five. done, so I can read. <laughs> Yeah. Good Lord. Got to have the way. I might become a uh, weather watcher. Really? I've yeah. also tempted. Yeah. They're, they're, they're looking for us. I know. I want to yeah. do it. Are you oh, willing you to get go a out? Badge, I wonder. But are you willing to go out at two in say, the morning? You do realize you're going to have to leave St. Paul. Yeah. Oh, you gotta, go in your backyard. You got to get yourself up on a hill and watch for uh, hey, get encroaching a tornadoes. Get a rain gauge. Because to you, there is no weather outside of. Yeah. It's all about me. <laughs> Let me, uh, uh, if I may add, Ladavion, there yeah. is a GoFundMe Good. to raise funds for his expenses. Right. I don't know if that means a van. Hopefully it does. John, why don't you include yes. that in your notes to me and I'll make sure that I okay. post that to the sure. Garage Logic account at the okay. conclusion of today's show. They, they have raised 14,000. Yep. 14, oh, I'm sorry, John. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. They've raised fourteen thousand five hundred forty dollars so far. Hey, uh, throw it on Twitter, Chris, so I can uh, retweet it on my traffic account. All right. Their goal is fifty thousand. I do think a van like that, uh, like Kenny said, would be probably more because they're special. Well, an auto dealer should step up. Why don't uh, Why don't the people from Feeding Our Future sell that airplane they bought and give yeah. it to this gal? Well, it's fifty for the van and another fifty for the equipment, right? I yeah. Mean, but it's just one Lamborghini from the food the fraud people would cover the van. Yeah, no doubt. Well, God bless Lisa Paulson. She gave twenty five hundred dollars. This yeah. was in Minneapolis. That five hundred k that we spent on the diversity and equity and inclusion that would have uh, gone to take oh, care yeah, of this. Exactly. Yeah. It's funny the way the money never gets put where it should. Right. I'll see. What do you think of free lunch for everybody? 200 million bucks a year. That ain't that's, free. That's for everybody. And uh, doing paperwork, Joe, it's such a nuisance. I don't want to fill out a form. You know, I was telling this to Joe earlier. Um, I watched that clip from Nicole, who used to do weather here. When uh, did she become nuts? 
I don't know. I don't know what you're referring to. Nicole Mitchell is. The I know who that... you're referring to. I don't know what you're referring to. She's the one that just said what Kenny said that filling out paperwork. Yeah, it's for her feet, bill. It's, it's, her, it's bill. her bill. Oh, it's her bill. I'm sorry. It's Nicole yeah. Mitchell's bill. Right. Yeah. I keep forgetting she's a legislator. Right. She right. used to be a former uh, Channel Five meteorologist. Right. Correct. And uh, it's her bill to feed everyone, huh? Mm-hmm. $200 million a year. Right. <clears throat> well, can a kid still bring their own lunch to school? I was asked this very thing in my home last night. Because I'm not eating that crap they made. But she said, so do we? does this mean I still have to send lunch with the boys? I said, well, it hasn't been completely enacted No, yet. it wouldn't it'd take effect until... What, 2024? I think the next school what year. What is that going to cost the taxpayers? Is it covered in a year? $100 million a year. Yeah. Good. Wow. My, oh, geez. Good wow, my OGs. And walls is. <laughs> bad words, bad words. <laughs> yes. Trying to add it. Good wow, my OGs. Walls is anxious to sign it. <laughs> but on the level of, I guess, the way I look at it personally, of all the things to be outraged on, of us spending money, this isn't at the top of the list for me. Really? Well, I don't know where I'd place it. I probably would agree with you. It's not at the top of the list. Because, the, unfortunately, there are a lot of kids that, and Rook, you know this, you have someone in the on the inside. There are a lot of kids that, unfortunately, they rely on school. Yeah, but, see, there's such a dichotomy here or a paradox. I don't know which word. The the people who run us are not DFLers. They're extreme, hardcore leftists. And they love nothing more than to demean wealthy people, to demean capitalism, to demean achievement. They're all they're all evil as far as I'm concerned. And yet, when it comes to feeding the kids, they would they'll apparently sacrifice that belief in order to not embarrass a kid who needs the lunch. I'm thinking it might be uh, wiser just to feed the kids who need the lunch. Or is that too cruel to the kids who need the lunch? Um, In other words, the only reason they're feeding everybody is so Johnny over there who doesn't have any money doesn't feel bad. Right, right. Well, you know what, Johnny? Maybe you got to feel bad. <laughs> That'd save us. A, if, if, if Johnny feels bad, it'll, it'd save us about $100 million a year. <laughs> Put a price on feeling. Come on, Johnny. Johnny, come on. Hey. It's $100 mil. Hey, Get yeah, over yeah. it. Can't make a sandwich. No, I don't know where to be on this, but this notion that it's free is absurd. Uh, there is no free lunch. Literally, this is costing $200 million a year. A Republican from uh, Anoka joined in and uh, is also on this bill. Yeah, well, Jim we Abler. now know about Anoka. They're following the U.N. dictates. No, Abler's not a liberal, trust me, the guy who's on the, who helped sponsor it. Yeah, it's you, it's, it's, it's Anoka, though. They're they're shot. They're gone. It's, it's Anoka. They crave they got the eco challenge going. That crazy nut uh, Driskowski from Mazeppa. Haven't we talked to him a few times? Yeah. Lo- love that guy. Uh, he said, and this is just an outrageous idea, Steve. Uh, the money should be invested in efforts to improve reading, math, and science proficiency. Steve, how dare you? No, 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 he's wrong. Because what, what he's doing is calling more money to be spent on education. There is, there's already enough spent on education. Wow. Boy, Joe, why do you hate the kids? I can you tell from this conversation. You really, really starve to death. So, Joe, what do you make of the fact that they're including um, families whose parents could easily afford school well, that's lunches? What that's what we're talking about. So yeah. the, the process to do that, though, 
would require you to submit your income tax statements, right? Uh, I don't know what I mean. Nicole, how I don't know what Nicole Mitchell will require for a submission in the. Well, I, I don't think she wants um, a requirement or submission. This is all kids. Yeah. Well, isn't there now a requirement? For free lunches, so are I, they submitting? So she, according to that clip that I heard, she said that you have to fill out an endless amount of. No, no, wait a minute. Words. If it's free for every kid, then why do you got to fill out anything? No, the right. current you wouldn't the current right that up. Well, she's saying yeah. this would eliminate that. Oh, she's step. so she's of the mind that if it's going to be free for everybody, no paperwork. Right, just eat. Right. Now, what about those three hundred kids that don't belong to what was it Harding High School that are? Uh, constantly roaming Ooh, yeah. the halls. Do they get the chow down? Do, do they qualify? Yes. But yes. you have to sit down. And In fact, many of them would go to school just for lunch. Ooh. You it's kind of like us when we come here. And then go back to roaming the halls right, <laughs> without attending class. They can't even be called students. They're just freeloaders. Yeah. Why don't well, we take a time out? Wait a second. Hyatt? Wait a second. Chris just stumbled on a great idea. Can we include the HBI cafeteria yeah. in on this bill? Then, no. Then I'm all in. <laughs> Although you'd have an in with her. I do miss she works here. I do miss the pandemic days when we got free chow downstairs. That was great. Hmm. Grab and go, baby. Grab fun. and go. That Thank you, pretty... Chairman. Uh, I've told you about Mueller Mortuary. I want to tell you about Eckberg Lammers. Uh, you need an estate plan, and there's only one reason. You don't want the government involved in your affairs. You want to leave behind a smooth operation from your family. You've got three objectives with Eckberg Lammers. What do you got, Brasky? You want to avoid court, yep. minimize taxes, and control your wishes. For that, you need a document. To have the document, you need a law firm that's been doing this for more than 70 years, Eckberg Lammers. They'll take care of it. You leave it where your family can see it. Then they pick it up and they go, damn, the old guy took care of us. Everything's spelled out here. And then you avoid probate court. They take care of uh, maybe you have property differences in the family. They'll take care of that. Snowbirds, you have tax questions. They'll take care of that. Uh, a lot of people think estate planning is just for old people. It's not. If you're a parent or a grandparent with young kids, you need to have a will prepared. So if you die, a court knows who you selected as a guardian. For those kids, all of these, look at the government has its hands in every aspect of our lives. Yeah. They'll have a hand in the, in your life, even if you're not here. So avoid that with Eckberg Lammers, make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers at 651-439-2878 or visit EckbergLammers.com. Sure. Uh, I've got, let's see here. Hold on. What did I mark down for your time? <laughs> eh, you're about a minute and a half. Well, let's, you know what? Instead of cutting back on the time, let's charge these people more. That's what I'm talking That's about. What saying. That's what I'm saying. Word to your mother. That's like the uh, Southwest uh, light rail line. Right. Well, we promised you'd only spend X amount of dollars, but the price went up. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're just going to keep but the, i have clients who they they it's but they're fun to talk about is what i was going to say they need to be talked about yep. 
I think I need to put up a sign that reminds you. You need a sign? Of what? The council? Yes. They want the inside info, man. Hey, they're paying big bucks for the council. I know, but... Hi, council members. <laughs> no, they're going to be okay. <laughs> Where's your party? Hey, town council. Speaking of ads, once the snow melts off my uh, front uh, deck here, uh, during a DK Mags ad, I'm actually going to step out my front door and uh, fire off a oh, magazine good. out of my Glock. That'd be cool. <laughs> um, all right. So can we break in the middle of Johnny's news to give us another segment here? How will I send the signal? I uh John, whenever you get halfway through a news, what what what's the, what's, let's set it up how we used what? to do it on radio. Okay, but what ad is it? Well, why wait. doesn't why don't we make it really easy? And John just says, "We'll be right back." More more news after this. Perfect. What what ad is it? Is that, just we have more ads. I know, but going. what ad do you want to do in the news? Maybe there's a news item that pertains to it. Well, I have uh, Linda uh, Keller with Keller Tax Service. You got anything on money, John? On uh, money. Taxes, banking money. foreclosures. I'm, I'm looking. Money. Well, I was going to do it there after, but then you jumped in with, um, what's his name? Because you said, Do you have that piece from the business section about uh, dairy prices, dairy product prices? No. I do not. But wow. the only money story I have are bank stocks being down today. Well, it doesn't necessarily have to be related. It's, the market's yeah. down 571 points. Social Security tax? The DFLers in this state won't give that up. Even though they promised it on their campaign. Yeah. The fact I'll that just, people are you know still what? shocked about being lied to with politics is just, just astounds me. Here's what I will do. Once I get done with the quote local and Minnesota stuff, yeah, I'll say more news coming up after there this. Go. Boy, listen to us. It's like we've been doing this our Just whole lives. So professional. Man, we're good. Well, I wouldn't go Gee that far. whiz. Wally. Gosh, Wally. All right. Are we ready? I want to read the news like the beef today. <laughs> A new report is shed light. Definitely. <laughs> Kenny, I'll Definitely. take something from you here. Why don't you read the news like Mitch McConnell? Mitch McConnell. We're going to get another Ingy email. <laughs> that was so good. I thought it was rookie. And especially with the fall. When you fall like that, you you really. <laughs> oh, I can <laughs> fall. <laughs> I can fall. I smell an apple. That's was that cigar. your science experiment? Uh, this is strawberry lemonade. I smell Isn't that when you're going to have a stroke? What do you smell? Uh, toast. toast, toast. That's what it is. Burnt toast. God, now I'm a yeah, toast. toast. What's his name again? Bill something. Uh, Haywood Banks. Oh, Haywood Banks. Who's he? He was on with Van Patrick. And he was Cheryl. a comedian. Was he a he comedian always, or an entertainer? He was a, he was a comedian, and uh, we brought him in for a concert that sold out. Uh, but he was just corny as hell. Really nice guy, but they fit right. It fit into Van's yep. alley. Has Van uh, got nuts on you lately? Or is uh, that, no, uh, we haven't talked any politics. Are, are is he still now? on the air? No, he no. he retired because his wife is now a uh, big Dr. professor at college. Doctor Shelby. <laughs> yeah. No, she, Shelby's the, the kid. Academy. Shelby's the kid. Yeah, she's oh. in the field academy. 
Yeah, the kids are grown up, which kind of frightens me. They were born when I was working with them, and now they're adults. Well, we're waiting. I'm rolling. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. Here's John Heist. No, here's Kenny Olson. I mean, here's Kenny Olson. Getting my stopwatch ready. Hey, uh, <laughs> you need a gun? I can I can get you a gun. No problem. DK Mags has a full stock of the most modern firearms and ammunition right there in the building. And if you're looking for something specific or maybe rare, get on the website, dkmags.com. They can take special orders on specialty items. Um, but keep in mind, when you're on dkmags.com, they might not have the firearms they have in the gun case in the store on the website. So that's where you got to pick up the phone or better yet, stop in and visit them. A vast amount of knowledge there at DK Mags, both with their on-site and off-site gun, um, gunsmithing guys. Um, those difficult issues, don't worry about it. Bring it in. They'll send it out, have their guy get right on it. They've got the buying power of a big, big, big shop. That means they can get good deals on a lot of firearms for you. But in turn with that, it's not like walking into a big, um, intimidating big box store. It's a small town feel in there. It's wonderful. A fair pricing, quality firearms, and a very accommodating staff. DK Mags on Old 8 New Brighton and on the web, dkmags.com. Here is John Height. Uh, thank you, Joe. Uh, before we continue, uh, let me tell you right now for the free lunch, if you want to uh, apply for that in mm-hmm. a school, you have to fill out a sheet that has, uh, you have to talk about your household income and your household size. So you don't have to turn in tax returns, but you just have to put the income and size of the household on there. And they'll see if you qualify. Well, no, apparently everybody will qualify. Well, right now though, Joe, we were talking at at the end of the last uh, session there. I'm uh, sorry. What what I've noticed (laughs) since I just got my taxes back from uh, Linda Keller yeah. Um, that that what you earn and what you have in your bank account can be vastly, vastly oh, yeah. different. Oh, yeah. Vastly Jeez. different. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> well, no kidding. Who keeps what they earn in their checking account? <laughs> are you, are you doing no. okay today? Wait, hang on. <laughs> Kenny, Kenny, just tell yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Is everything okay? This yeah. is the next few plays out. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I'm, al- I'm almost afraid to read any news at this point. Yeah, that's what I worry about, too. <laughs> definitely in the, be bad. Definitely. In the news, a new report has shed light on the Met Council's handling of the Southwest Light Rail Project. The Minnesota Legislative Auditor's Office released a report this morning, uh, yesterday morning, excuse me, that details how the group, no, this morning, that details how the group wants to spend hundreds of millions of dollars in additional funding on a project that's already years behind schedule and over budget. In the report, the auditor's office says it's recommended that the state legislature create a framework where the government entity that's responsible for light rail transit construction also shares some financial responsibility for costs and potential cost increases for construction. Why wouldn't you do that first? Uh, uh, anyway. Uh, that because, uh, well, I, I'm just supposed to take time off. Yeah, you <laughs> You just sit in the rocker. We'll let you know when the lemonade's coming. That recommendation was made due to the framework for developing these projects. It has a mismatch between the 
entities that fund the construction of transit projects and the entities that are responsible for constructing them. The audit also says the Met Council was obligated to spend additional funds on the project for increased costs than what it had already been committed because it didn't have enough money to finish or halt the project. The project is a billion dollars over budget, more than double at this point, and it's been a concern wow. of lawmakers. It was supposed to be done by 2018 for $1.25 billion. It now sits at $2.74 billion and is scheduled to be finished in 2027. Go ahead, yes. Joe. We release you. Go well, ahead. And, and the condo over there in the lakes area, that's cracking yep. apart again. Yeah, yep. it's uh, these people don't know what they're doing, and they're unelected. But at what point? All the elected someone people don't know what they're doing. Either? Raise their hand and say, uh, "We got to put a stop to." You this. don't have Ooh. people in power in positions in this state to do that. There's no adults. no adults. Wow. No adults. Yeah, and and even with this report, they're trying to tell them what to do, but you know they'll never do it. Right. They'll never follow the recommendations. Wow. U.S. Representative Angie Craig says she thinks she has some insight into why postal delivery is having problems after she received thousands of complaints and sent out a U.S. Postal Service survey. Many residents report no mail for several days at a time. In other areas, uh, like mine up here, the mail is delivered around 7 or 8 o'clock in the evening. Wow. wow. Oh, yeah. Get that's, this. Uh, I didn't get any mail yesterday. That's not plausible. Uh, we get so much mail that it's not plausible yeah, that we didn't have any mail. He's yesterday. going Newman on you? I don't know. Yeah, two or three days a week, ours shows up at 7 or 8 p.m. Yeah. So on March 10th, uh, Craig delivered 3,361 responses for Minnesotans to Postmaster General Louis DeJoy's office in Washington. On December 30th, she wrote to DeJoy expressing her frustrations with the Postal Service in the 2nd Congressional District and urging him to send support. Instead of responding to her, Craig said DeJoy had a legislative aid respond. Craig said, in the survey I sent out, postal workers are telling me that management are asking them to deliver the Amazon packages before they deliver mail. Craig and her district's residents think the postal disruptions have another problem, staffing shortages. Some folks answering the survey said they were told by USPS employees that more people are needed to be hired, but that wasn't happening. Craig says if staffing shortage is an issue, then servicing standards should change. For their part, despite mail issues last week, the Postal Service says delivery has been steady, with about 91% of first-class mail delivered on time. If you've not received mail, the Postal Service asks that you contact them. In Craig's district, some folks said they go up to a week and a half without receiving any mail. What's the uh, bigger roll of the dice, Joe? John's mail or your newspaper? With your guy. <laughs> oh, the newspaper is not, if there's no chance to get that on weekends at a time when you want to read it, I buy the paper on weekends. Oh. Even though it ultimately gets delivered. Okay. What's really handy is you just go to your computer and read it. I don't like to do that, John. I used to hate it. I used to hate it too, Joe, but now I've learned to love it. So yeah, I don't like that. A couple of roller dogs late again today, huh? It's tough to play hocus focus on the computer. Right. It doesn't it doesn't well you can play enough. it's I it's fine. Not it's clear true. enough. I need to see the cartoon. Oh my god. The uh those are reruns, by the way. I you're checked one you. of a kind, Such One of a kind. Some of the hocus focuses you're doing are yeah. forty years old. John. It was that Bolt House or Bolton. Yep. Bolt. Yep. Yeah. He's yeah. still doing it. He's been dead for twenty one years. Well, he did a hell of a job. <laughs> Marmaduke. 
<laughs> that Marmaduke. That Marmaduke. Yeah, crazy dog. <laughs> the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources. I is... stole that from a um I was watching The Simpsons one time. Yes. And yeah. uh, Homer yeah. was sitting in his easy chair and he just goes, <laughs> That crazy Marmaduke, he was reading the funnies. <laughs> it just showed, just that was funny. That I is funny. You were doing Jesse. No, it was Homer Simpson sitting there, and he just <laughs> that crazy Marmaduke, and he just goes on. What was the comic of choice for the former governor? Uh, you know what? I, I don't, don't know that he, he ever. Oh, guy. I thought he did. I thought he had a favorite. That's I what can't... I thought was Marmaduke. No, but uh, well, huh. maybe he likes dogs. You know, yeah. Franklin, the remember the uh, what a boxer the, that had the bad the, flatulence they problem, had a bad uh, ball problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you still on your Charlie Brown kick? Yes, every day. Every day, that I, re- I read, focus. I read it every day too. You got to read Pearls Before Swine in the I don't like it. Oh, it's uh, wonderful. Charlie Brown deserved to get his butt kicked. What a pain no, in the ass was that kid was. Soul from Jeez. Charles M. Schultz, little self. Uh, Boy, the guy who had a lot of fun with uh, Charlie Brown is Super Seventy Sports. You know, now take yourself out of the game. Well, what's with the ego? You suck. Talking about Charlie, yeah, yeah, he'll he'll he, said, he so. says questionably, uh, you're talking about Charlie, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but he'll have a panel where Charlie says something deep, and then Super 70 says, The kid is bleeping seven years old, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And how many times are you gonna fall for that chick pulling the ball away when yeah. you're trying to oh, do she, a kickoff? This time, I'm really gonna she hold it. is evil. Oh, she's God, a she sweetheart. Is. No, she's, she's the not. only true, honest, good person oh, in no, that she's strip. Oh horrible. my God! She's a wonderful yes, kid. Horrible. You know, what was never really discovered was uh, we needed more on the uh, the red haired girl. What uh, what was her? Well, story? that was Peppermint uh, Patty. No, this no, is the one she had a crush on. Did oh, the red haired girl. Yeah. Did he see her at camp one time? Yes. I don't remember yeah. how they met, but he he uh, he took a liking to her. Yeah. Started stalking her basically in yeah. the newspaper. Well, it's, you know, in today's standards, yes. <laughs> today's standards. By today's standards, yes, that would be stalking. The Minnesota Department of Natural Resources is seeing a shortage in officers, and the agency is working to attract new candidates. Statewide, the agency needs to fill about 20 conservation officer positions. Now, usually, you'd need a four-year degree in law law enforcement, uh, but the state now says they will target anyone with love of the outdoors and a two-year associate degree in any field. Basically, they're doing what everyone else is doing and just lowering their standards. Yeah, pretty much. I'd love a gig with the DNR if it was on a lake. I could be mm. a lake guy. Yeah. The most hated person out there. Yeah. Was I the only one that received the email from the guy who was talking about this uh, and saying that the DNR booth wasn't even occupied at the outdoor show this I year? I did not know that. Oh, I thought that email huh. went to all of us. Maybe he just sent it I to me. I did not see that email. The <laughs> agency says, I'm not getting my Noted. mail. Not getting my mail. Uh, the agency says they're just looking for good people with a love of the outdoors, and they can teach you the rest. And they say so far they Get have seen a lot of no training required. Program. It's like driving the bus. God. No training required. <laughs> no one said they'd train you. Come on, oh, fellas. Sure, sure. Oh, my God. U.S. prosecutors said yesterday they will no longer seek the death penalty for that Minnesota man already on death row, but awaiting resentencing for the kidnapping and killing of college student Drew Shodin in 2003. U.S. Attorney Mac Schneider in North Dakota filed a notice with the court withdrawing his effort to seek the death penalty for Alfonso Rodriguez Jr., a move he told the Associated Press he had to make after he was, quote, straightforwardly directed by Attorney General Merrick Garland to do so. 
Oh, Joe. wow. Shodine, a Minnesota woman, was a 22-year-old University of North Dakota student when she was abducted from a Grand Forks, North Dakota mall parking lot in November 2003. Rodriguez, a sex offender, was arrested the next month. Despite several massive searches, Shodine's body wasn't found until the following April near Crookston, Minnesota. North Dakota Republican Attorney General Drew Wrigley, who was the U.S. attorney who prosecuted Rodriguez, was critical of this decision. He said the result is a grave affront to justice and to the hearts and souls of all who loved and cared for Drew Shodine. The only possible sentence for Rodriguez now is life in prison without the possibility of parole. And it's not sure when the formal sentencing of all of this so will take place. The, the new hippie attorney general, does he just want to set him free? Let him. Merrick yeah, Garland? I, I, no, I Merrick. What's the motive? I saw this on the news last night. I didn't the, follow it. The motive is. The, go ahead. I'm sorry, John. The, the, Merrick Garland is the attorney or the person. To, uh, the yeah. Biden campaign, actually part of when he ran for the presidency, was to get rid of the death penalty in federal cases. Oh, and this is a federal so case, so that's following orders. Exactly, he was, I'm sure, ordered. Is by... uh, this guy at the Twitch farm, or is he in hardcore lockup? Uh, he's in a hardcore lockup. I actually, uh, I think I told you guys this. Uh, a fellow I went to school with was an assistant to Drew Wrigley, the prosecutor, in Fargo when all this went down. And I saw him at a class reunion four or five years ago, and he didn't want to retire. He said until he knew Rodriguez would end up with the death penalty. Unfortunately, he had to retire two years ago, uh, so yeah. none of this worked out for him, which uh, is unfortunate. But yeah. uh, anyway, the well, Miller apologies to her family if it helps. Yep. Yeah. Didn't she Miller... disappear from Hinkley? No, it was Grand no, Forks no, area. Yeah. Yeah, some mall. Someone who disappeared from Hinkley. Uh, Katie Port. No, she was Moose Lake. Yeah. No, it was up yeah. on the border. Yeah. Whatever. Go on, John. Miller Hill Mall in Duluth evacuated yesterday after a roof collapse. Luckily, no injuries. The season snow total at the Duluth airport now stands at more than 116 inches, more than 40 inches above normal for this point in the season. Miller Hill Mall is the largest shopping center in Duluth. It opened in 1973. It's undergone extensive remodeling and renovation over the years. I've been there. To where? I've been to Miller Hill Mall. Oh. We there will have been some uh, uh, stress on the roof. That's right, man. See, a lot of snow, Joe. That's right. It weighs it weighs heavy on you. That's right. We'll uh, we'll come back with more valuable insights in the news like that one right after this. You know when you're uh, about to file your taxes so you can pay for all those school lunches? Yes. Do it with the best, won't uh, you? All right. And that's Linda Keller and Keller Tax Service. KellerTaxService.com is the website. Why don't you just give her a call and set up that appointment today before you run out of time? 320-352-0013. Linda is a GLer and she's been at this for over 20 years. She prepares all types of returns for all types of professions and businesses. She has perfected the virtual tax appointment via video or and phone, and it's also safe document exchange, both encrypted and secure. It's the confidence of a professional with the convenience of staying home, and she also has competitive pricing to do-it-yourself software, 320-352-0013, or just go online, kellertaxservice.com is the website. And you got to get that appointment set up. She does evenings, Saturdays, and those also fill up fast. So kellertaxservice.com, book your appointment. Tell her you heard about her here on the Garage Logic Podcast. No, we're breaking. Now we're going to continue with and Jack. then go back to do you, do you. Are you listening to anything that we're saying to you today? <laughs> 
Because I, I said, let's split, up the, let's split up the news oh, like we used to do in the radio days. And then that way we can, get, we can get... Rook, give me one of those towels, please. Here, Carol. I have breaking news on Aaron Rodgers. Uh-oh. He's coming in via helicopter, a private jet. They traded him for Kirk Cousins. That is lovely. Do that right into the microphone. <laughs> We're not on the air now. Joe, weather observers play an important role by increasing our situational awareness during storms. This helps our county make informed decisions on potential snowfall and flooding. Well, I'm not going to do it if I have to do anything. Right. Yeah, you know, you got to get in the car during a storm and oh, go look not, for no. twisters. No, if they want me to go out in the backyard and tell them how much rain I got, I'll be glad to do that. Oh, any any half-wit can do that. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, Joe in St. Paul weighs in. He's got three and a half inches. Hey, now. That's what I heard. <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> Which his wife said is a conservative F... Oh, isn't that funny, you um, sophomores? You don't yeah. want me to do anything here, though, right, Chris? Yes. It's right. Oh, you do. Yes. As we bump back, you'll do a spot, and then we'll go back to Johnny. I will throw it to you, Mr. John, or just watch me for a head nod. Okay. <clears throat> Are we ready? I head certainly nod. am. All right. All right. I am rolling. Truth, justice, and the suturee. It's not too early to say a beautiful lawn is just a click away at professionalturf.com. It won't be long. That snow on the lawn will be gone. And if you want the best lawn on the block, it's so simple. Go with the pros at Professional Turf. GLers have been doing this by the thousands for years. They're a Minnesota lawn care company since 82. You schedule a free in-person lawn care analysis and uh, and that estimate. And a proturf.com pro will come out and walk your lawn. These are experienced techs that have been doing it for years. They'll assess your lawn, customize a slow-release fertilizer and weed control plan that is environmentally safe, guaranteed for results just for your track, not for anybody else's. Every single one is different. That beautiful, healthy lawn, free of crabgrass, dandelions, and broadleaf weeds, it's just a click away at professionalturf.com. Other news, uh, we just have a breaking news story that uh, isn't as important as the other ones, but uh, people might be interested. Uh, do you guys remember Bobby Caldwell, the singer? Uh, he had a big hit, What You Won't Do For Love, in the 70s. Vaguely. Great song. Uh, Bobby has died after a long illness. He was 71 years old. He had continued performing, uh, performing both R&B and jazz, uh, well, up to last year, actually, according to this. So, uh, Bobby Caldwell. breaking news, too. Now, what do you got? Uh, Aaron Rodgers uh, claims that he intends to play for the Jets. All right. He intends to play for the Jets. Oh, oh that's right. He was on, uh, what's his name's podcast today. I don't know. Uh, Pat Ma McAfee. McAfee, yeah. thank you. So yes. what did, is his contract up with the Green? I don't understand. Yes. No. No. No, it's no. not up. Yes, no, They're I don't know. Just, they'll <laughs> perform some type of trade or cash or something. Right? Yeah, they the Packers said they would accommodate whatever he wanted to do, and apparently he wants to go play with the Jets, and they've agreed to something with the Jets, so we'll see what the Packers get. Are the, the Jets any good? They will be with him. Yeah, they'll be decent. Okay. They also, I yesterday they signed, we've turned this into sports, uh, Alan Lazard, who was basically his favorite uh, 
who did Green Bay or the Jets? The Jets did. Oh, was, that means that that weighs in his favor of going well, to the Jets. It was, he was Rogers' favorite target last year, right. so who knows? I thought anyway. No, yeah. I thought Benny was his favorite target. No, we don't want to that do that, Rook. That's is just funny. Dibble stuff. That's funny. I did not get See, that. I didn't say it, though. You had to think it. I didn't get that, so I'm okay. just going to move right along here in the oh. news. Benny and the... Oh, jeez. Okay, well, I get it. It was, it was bad. It was not, really? It called for self I thought it was better. It called for I self apologizing. Bank stocks in the U.S. and Europe tumbling today as the global financial system continued to reckon with the Silicon Valley bank collapse, the largest bank failure since 2008. Uh, shares of Credit Suisse fell more than 26% in early trading after a top backer said he would not be able to provide any more cash to support the Swiss bank. The pressure on the banking industry appeared to strain some of the largest U.S. banks, too. City falling nearly 5% this morning. J.P. Morgan Chase and Wells Fargo each dropped 4%. Uh, as of, uh, oh, about 10 minutes ago, the Dow was down 532 points. A major winter storm dumping multiple feet of snow on parts of the Northeast, knocking out power at one point to more than a quarter of a million customers with more snow on the way. No deaths have been reported in the Nor'easter that has been hitting New England and other states. A lot in New England woke up to neighborhoods blanketed in white Wednesday morning with three feet of snow recorded in Mariah, Stony Creek, and Palinville, New York. The Nor'easter is expected to move away later today, but morning snow showers will linger across parts of the northwest, uh, northeast excuse me, and New England, also expecting wind gusts of 30 to 40 miles an hour already. Top winds of 71 miles an hour recorded in French Borough, Maine. Uh, if you missed it here in uh, our neck of the woods, we do have a winter storm watch for tomorrow evening. We're expecting four to seven inches of snow. The Confider, a website that deals with the media, says your favorite paper, Mr. Souchere, is in for a bit of a shakeup. The Wall Street Journal? Yeah, Wall Street Journal appears poised for some serious changes as newly installed editor-in-chief Emma Tucker's vision takes shape. Multiple people familiar with the situation told Confider that Tucker is keen on shifting the paper away from commodity news and toward a hardcore focus on exclusives and investigations. In an address to about 30 staffers in the San Francisco Bureau last week, Tucker indicated she's been unimpressed by the journal's current audience data and has begun a thorough content review to get a sense of which stories are being read and how, according to multiple attendees. Under the Tucker regime, expect to see less live blogging in favor of broader news and analysis. Sources also say Tucker intends to slash the paper's laborious and time-consuming internal bureaucracy required to publish stories on page one, major source of irritation for reporters who work at the journal. The former Sunday Times editor was quizzed by staffers at the meeting about layoff rumors and responded with vague answers, but she did say she hopes cuts would be delayed a few months while she settles into the gig. When asked for a comment on all this, a Wall Street Journal spokesperson had no comment. Well, I hope she doesn't screw it up. It's a pretty good <laughs> newspaper the way it is. And a human hand found by a man walking his dog on Staten Island last week has been identified as that of a woman buried nearby. The body part was discovered at Amboy Road and Cunningham Road on Thursday afternoon, belonged to a 63-year-old woman who died in 2011, according to the city's medical examiner. The deceased woman, who's not yet been publicly named, was buried in a wooden coffin at Resurrection Cemetery, a Catholic burial ground on Staten Island's South Shore, just over a mile from where her digits were found. The hand is believed to have been dislodged sometime around the end of February, 
when the plot next to the woman's resting oh. place was excavated for a new burial, according to officials. Poltergeist. The, Equipment likely hand hanging out of the ca casket. Yeah, going like this. Hey, leave me alone. <laughs> what the hell? The equipment likely separated the hand from the woman's remains, and it was subsequently lost in the excess soil dumped in a nearby tree line. Holy. In a statement to uh, local newscasters, a spokesperson for the cemetery said the remains. Uh, they will take care of them. They will respectively re-interior them at the Wait, cemetery. Is, she gonna, is the hand going to get its own plot? I believe they'll put it back find in. Find the owner? Yeah. Well, they, they already yeah. find, they know who she is. And, yeah, but they'll go they... dig up the owner and reattach the hand? Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't I don't think they'll reattach it. Probably just toss it in. Just, throw, just throw, open it up yeah. and throw yeah. it yeah. in. Right. <laughs> and Tucker Carlson's portrayal of the January 6th attack as a largely peaceful event on his primetime Fox News show set off uh, what advanced democracy is calling a dangerous new wave of social media chatter that included death threats against Capitol Police officers and other leaders. The segment that aired last week, of course, downplayed the violence as we know at the Capitol, uh, recasting the Washington mob that breached the Capitol as an orderly and meek gathering of sightseers. On Twitter, posts related to January 6th using violent rhetoric increased fivefold from the previous week. The outpouring of violence concerns extremism experts who said Carlson and Fox are playing with fire by spreading disinformation that could inspire violence against the targets of their coverage. Incendiary comments spread on main social media platforms like Twitter and also on other platforms like Gab, Getter, 4chan, and Trump's own Truth Social, according to the Advanced Democracy Report. Violent threats included calls to lynch January 6th committee members and Democratic lawmakers, uh, Getter user wrote, God does not sleep. Every one of them in the January 6th committee will have to pay for what they did. Other calls called for uh, hanging them all, referring to the January 6th committee members. Streaming platforms Rumble and TikTok were also rife with talk, including claims that January 6th was a so-called false flag operation. Users called for mass arrests and charges of treason against January 6th committee members, according to the study by Advanced democracy then what did i see i, I apparently what i saw i didn't see huh right. yeah uh -huh. that's what i'm that was my next sentence something like that no no it wasn't no what did i see then <laughs> how am i supposed to know i don't poster? know what you saw. did you just say poster yeah i'm not supposed to know how am i supposed to know uh, yeah hello Tourists don't enter museums by climbing in. Oh, they go through the front door. That's right. And they have to have a ticket. Right. Yeah. You think Are you done, John? I am, yeah. Oh. You think that for museums would all have all the windows alarmed and yeah. not allow this to happen? Yeah. Was right, that jackass you. Ben Stiller working as security there? Is that why? Why don't we take a time out, son? Has Kenny got something here? Yeah. Huh? Yes. You want this to be the last segment? Um, yeah, sure. Because, Rook, I still need one from you, too. What do you need? I Sonic? Need, I need or... Ray Welter today. Hey, I, you know what? If I were you, uh, I wouldn't do the secret handshake funny hat deal. That's part of their... They want you to do that? Yeah. Because they want people to realize that's not what they're about. That's oh, they're the, they're really on they're on the up and up. They they're have the real deal. 
I'm going to visit their place next week, I think, or in two weeks over in Bloomington. My brother was telling me he's a St. John's classmate or one of these big shots. Yeah, John Schreitz or whatever. And uh, Schreitz. They're the real deal. They at one point had over 70,000 members. What are you guys talking about? And they were all the Masons and uh, all the guys that came together and Steely Dan. Uh, but they've been, they've been quiet, president. and now they're realizing with these scholarships, yeah. they want to get the word out and say, you know what? We don't have to be a secretive anymore. We're just letting them know. Say that. You know, we're not secretive. I think they know where the gold is buried on Oak Island, pretty sure. <laughs> Let's do this I thought one. that was finally found. You know, they do water tests of every hole they punch in, and all the water tests come back with gold in the water. Uh, you could probably do, do that out of your tap. <laughs> do you have any? Uh, I'm ready. More than just this day in history. Yeah. Okay. So can I? Because Kenny and Rook are both needing to do an ad. Fine, I can. I can. I'm gonna do mine, that. and then I might split. Oh, uh, all right. Then Rook. Let will, me do mine. Okay. Time is it? I'm re- I'm ready. And then Kenny, before we go, just. Uh, is it who, who do you have left, Kenny? Tri-state? Yes, yes sir. Tri-state. Yep. Tri-state Megs. All right. I'm rolling. Ready? Yep. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Suchere. So we're very pleased to tell you about a wonderful local company that's been around for 100 years, four generations. I'm talking about Ray N. Welter Heating, online at welterheating.com. Based in Minneapolis, they've proudly provided Minneapolis HVAC services such as installation, maintenance, repair of Minneapolis air conditioners, Twin Cities, homes, heating systems, air purifiers, and such. During the winter months, They've got an on-call 24 hours a day for emergency service. So if it's making some noises, don't wait too long. I know it's nice and warm right now, but listen, you depend on that, and you can depend on Ray and Welter Heating to service it or fix it. So if you want to learn more services about what they offer, maybe request a quote, or just give us a buzz about, uh, hey, this is not working today. I need somebody over here as soon as possible. Call 612 612- 825 The great thing about Welter is they're not concerned about telling you, we've done this, we've been here this long. They just want to say, we're here for you, and we have been for 100 years. So they know that garage logicians love a good value, and you want honesty, and you want integrity. That's what you get with Ray and Welter Heating. Welterheating.com. Give them a call. Send them an email. Let them know that the Rook sent you for 100 years and probably 100 years more. It's welterheating.com. Kelly sent me a picture of a ribbon, and Kelly notes just so many thoughts about this ribbon. How big is the podium? Are there ribbons for 17th place, 18th, all participants? Was the ribbon produced using petroleum products? How will we reward all of the participants when the regressive shut that production down? Just a thought as I walked down the service road. Sent me a picture of a ribbon. It says Minnesota Regional Swimming. I don't know if that's AAU or high schools. Okay. 16th place. Minnesota Regional Swimming, 16th place. 16th place. Is is that good or bad? Which is why Kelly's wondering, what what is this? 16th place? 
Out of how many? 20? Oh, oh. Who would even have, who would display a 16th place ribbon? Uh, you know what? I, I don't think I would. I think that would go in the drawer. <laughs> you'd have it on your lapel. Yeah, I was just going to say, you'd no, have it yeah. hanging from Let's your see. neck. What do I got? Let me see. What I got. 16th place. Hey, I beat 17th. That's D plus. You're right, I would. I'd hang that sucker right front and center. And you know what I do? I try to scratch out the the one. No, you so it was six. sixth place. No, or, no, because nobody would believe I would be first place. That's but true. they would believe that I would be sixth place. Our president, Joe Biden, participated in a second reception this week for the Democratic National Committee in Las Vegas. On purpose or by accident? Where he urged those in attendance to take climate change more seriously. Well, I won't, Joe. He compared it to nuclear war. Just one day after a fundraiser in Rancho Santa Fe, California. Boy, those liberals don't hang out in poor areas, do they? uh, Rancho Santa Fe is about as tony as it gets. Just one day after a fundraiser in Rancho Santa Fe where Biden accidentally revealed a previously unknown detail about former President Jimmy Carter's health. I think he said he's going to give the eulogy. Whoops. He made a number of off-the-cuff comments about climate change, including the Colorado River will dry up. You're not going to be able to drink out of the Colorado River, Biden said to a crowd of about 60 people. He also likened climate change to nuclear war as a truly existential threat facing the country. Not a joke, the president said, because he feels compelled to always say, this isn't a joke. Right. It's not funny. So why do you think it was a with, joke? Look. Yeah. When he's going to respond. Look, look, look. Right. The only existential threat that faces this country is the decline of this country. The only existential threat is the decline of moral and ethical integrity. It's not the Colorado River, which is probably overflowing its banks right now due to the blessings of the atmospheric rivers. Uh, I don't want to read about him, do I? This is this is serious stuff. It's the single most dire consequence. If we don't keep it below 1.5 degrees Celsius, we're going to damn our children to circumstances where we are the only true existential threat of nuclear war. I don't even know what he means. Well, but isn't that about as insulting as it gets to mm. to compare climate change to nuclear mm-hmm. war? Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. Well, whatever. Uh, Joe... Uh, uh, good luck to you. Somebody got a second straight. Uh, ain't going to be me, is it? No me. And the Duluth City Council, because the world's been waiting for this. The Duluth City Council failed to pass a resolution Monday in support of a nuclear treaty banning nuclear weapons. Oh. Because the world was wondering what the uh, city council in Duluth <laughs> was, uh, we was were hanging on the it. edge of our seat. Yeah, they had a four-four. Uh, they had a four-four vote on that. They're uh, they have they have solved everything else in Duluth, except for a, their roof on their mall, which is another liberal wreck. Yep, they've uh, solved everything else. So now they're worried about uh, nuclear uh, war there in uh, Duluth. Only. No way. Can we can we do a, a weather quick weather forecast here? Sure. Our uh, Jonathan Newhaus five eyewitness news forecast for tomorrow, calling for cloudy and breezy conditions with rain, some thunder, then rain changing to snow after one p.m. tomorrow with two to four inches of snow accumulation. Uh, the chance for rain is one uh, and rain and snow is one hundred percent. The high tomorrow, thirty nine degrees. You know what that means for the snowfall? No. 
heart attack snow. Today is the day, GLers, get off your ass and jam. Get to Tri-State Bobcat. They've got locations in Burnsville, Little Canada, and Hudson. They're having a big sale on Toro snowblowers right now. Uh, The Toro Power Clear, the single-stage blowers, and the Power Max two-stage blowers all on sales. You won't find a better deal And whichever one you opt for, you'll look forward to the big snowfall coming tomorrow. Uh, Same uh, kind of deal going on with zero-turn mowers at Tri-State. The best pricing of the year right now on select previous model years, both the Time Cutter and Titan zero-turn mowers, 42 to 60 inches. Discounts ranging from 10 to 20% under promo pricing. Uh, You've got to get to Tri-State. Do it today. Get that thing home and gassed up and ready to go. And if you're down in Owatonna, Man key is the key. They're now part of the tri-state family. All the pricing and promos you hear on GL also available in Owatonna. Hudson, Little Canada, and Burnsville, and everything they carry, you can find it at tristatebobcat.com. We could be the only outlet where you'll get an update on the Iditarod, the sled dog oh, yeah. race yeah. from our friend Bill Stein. He was following a fellow he knows named Kelly Maxner, who's a dentist. Uh, Maxner ran a great race and finished sixth. You'd probably get a ribbon, sixth place ribbon. <laughs> the race was won by Ryan Reddington, the grandson of the founder of the race. Oh, cool. He won $55,000, some gold nuggets, 25 pounds of salmon, some beaver mittens, <laughs> and a beaver hat. That's a pretty cool first place prize. 55 grand? Yeah. And gold nuggets wow. and salmon. Last I'd rather, year, uh, yes. I'd rather have a beaver face mask. Last year's winner, Brent Sass, who was originally. <laughs> just get that. Just get that <laughs> it took one. Took a while to register, obviously. Came around the block, and there it was. Jeez. God forgive them. They know not what they do. What's Brent's last name? Last year's winner, Brent Sass who was originally from Excelsior, was leading the race, but had to drop out because of a severe toothache. Isn't that ironic? Because Kelly, right behind him, uh, was a dentist. Huh. That sounds like a made-up name. Kelly is a true GLer. He even builds his own dog sleds in his garage. So, got quite a first prize package there, almost like the Oscars where you get that gift bag of everything. (laughs) Right? Brett Sass. Swag. Huh? The guy who won is named. Give me no sass, Chris. The guy's name who who the guy's name who won is Ryan Reddington. He's mm-hmm. the grandson of the uh, founder. Right. Brent Sass did not win. He had to drop out. Bad tooth. Face mask. <laughs> Only because they come to us. <laughs> Only because they come to us. Where? Uh-huh. Well, uh, the Lymans are now in Johannesburg, South mm-hmm. Africa. Worldwide Wapage Wapage. Tawaskily Wabbit. I was thinking of things. Yeah. Uh, I bet you were. <laughs> we all are, Joe. Just give up those thoughts. Here's the uh, deal. This yep. is this date in Minnesota history. On this day in 1927. March 15th. Oof. The Arrowhead Bridge across the St. Louis River opened, linking West Duluth to Superior, Wisconsin. Huh. On this day in 1941. 315. Don't you have the nerve to complain about the weather today? Oh, would we have? 
31 people, mostly unsuspecting motorists caught on the roads, died in a blizzard, the second killer snowstorm of the season. What year did you say? 1941. Wow. 41 was a bad year, wasn't it? Then by the time they got around to December, there was the invasion of Pearl Harbor, and you had blizzards. And On this day in 2002, The Minnesota State Legislature passed a law requiring that diesel fuel sold in Minnesota must contain at least 2% biodiesel from animal or vegetable fats. The law also projected future increases in this percentage up to 20%. So it was another boondoggle for corn because that stuff's not any good. And that concludes this day in Minnesota's history. All right. Very good. Brent, thank you. GLers, do us a favor. Hit the subscribe button on the Garage Logic YouTube channel because there uh, we are posting content for you every single day. And uh, you can follow Garage Logic on all of the social media channels Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, the Garage Logic Town Council, 10 bucks a month or $100 a year. You get behind the scenes footage of watching Joe yell at us when we go to break. It's fantastic. <laughs> Find out more at garagelogic.com. Brent's ass. That was funny. Brent's ass. Yep. Brent's ass. Well, he's a real guy. He's a dog sledder. Right. He had a toothache. Right. That's why he had to drop out. And then drop out. Right. Poor guy. So, John, following those um, three old guys going to Alaska on Facebook, mm-hmm. they've referenced a number of times um, a, a ride that happened, I believe, and it was 1972. A guy named Wild Bill decided to take a bunch of guys from Minnesota to Russia on snowmobiles. And I guess this guy was a real character. And they made a movie about it called Wild Bill's Run. And I can't find it anywhere. Elementary school teacher in Shoreview. Uh, hmm. it's a but it would be a show. A fun sidebar topic. Teacher in Shoreview. Yep. Apparently joins, uh, apparently enjoys. Yep. The confusion in the kids who wonder if she's male or female. Okay. Uh, Why is Shoreview coming up with a squiggly line? Are you going to take the eco challenge? Question mark. The Anoka. The Anoka eco challenge. Are we doing a dash with Eco Challenge? No. Okay. Okay. Uh, what else are we talking about? The uh, face masks. Brent Sass. No, John Knight News. 
Well, that's right. Anyway, after the, the trip didn't work out, they didn't make it. He got back and became the most wanted man in the United States for marijuana, I don't know, yeah. um, trafficking. Yeah. And disappeared and was never heard from again. And I thought it would be a real fascinating topic, but um, that says the movie's supposed to be on Amazon Prime, and it's not available. And uh, uh, they said something about PBS Wisconsin. That's if you go to pbswisconsin.org, you yeah. can find it. But it's all, it's a documentary that's twenty seven minutes long. It looks like even that's and the original movie I think was sixty minutes. Oh, it was okay. So that's I, I'm wondering if I should get a hold of the uh, the director, the filmmaker, because Mike Schultz. Uh, yeah, his contact info is available. Did you guys do your show today? Yeah. Is it? Should I listen to it? <laughs> I take that as a no. It was all right. It was good. Was Joy on? <laughs> yeah, Joy was on. Oh. John, don't forget to send me news stories. Oh, thank you, because I would have forgotten. And will you include that GoFundMe thing? Oh, nope. yeah. Get that on Twitter so I can retweet it. Get this kid set up. <clears throat> Oops. I do have a five-minute interview with him. Diamond baseball holdings to buy St. Paul Saints. Huh? Huh? Oh, uh, I know I asked you about this yesterday, but it was official that they declared bankruptcy. Does that mean? Um, oh, the, the Saints did? No, uh, Ballet oh, Sports. Yeah, what, what does that mean? Well, the commissioner said they would <clears throat> make sure that everyone has access to their local games. And he yeah, said. What about, what about hockey? What about yeah. the Timberwolves? Oh, what about, about my wife? Yeah, I don't know what that means. The Wild are the second game of a TNT doubleheader tonight. They don't start until yeah. 8.30. 8.30. Gross. No thanks. They're going to have to do that one without me. What, do you go to bed at 8.30? Well, no, I'm not going to stay up till midnight watching a regular to. season hockey game. It's no longer I, a regular I, season. I read until 12.30 every night, Chris. Come on. Oh, I was come in on. bed by 7.30 yesterday. Well, yeah, but you have to get up. Uh Lately, I have to get up twice a night. That's a lot of fun. DeSantis hit with ethics complaint from the Trump super PAC. Boy, that's the pot calling the kettle black. 
goat show that uh, he uh, is. This is going to be a, a long well, election, election cycle, isn't it? <laughs> okay, Chris, uh, I just said him. Thank you, John. Yeah, for the things at the top, the, you know, the link. Yeah. And then there's three stories after that. Uh, okay. All right. Now, what else were they doing? We were ripping Trump. No, I was looking for that movie oh. that Kenny was talking about. So you said the commissioner said every every team or every market's going to have access they, to their games? Their games, yeah. But it might be through MLB.tv, which means you'd still have to pay for it. So, Boy, baseball just can't get out of its own freaking way. Yeah. This is why they need... Well, I'm, I don't know. Is Brady going to play again? No. For God's sake, he's... 150 years old. <coughs> Excuse me. He might be a father, but he sure ain't a dad. What was the great soul song about fathers? I got the color this man, father. Yeah, that's color what I'm thinking father. About. I got the color him, love. The winds wherever he hung his hat was home different song kenny different point of view yeah daddy was a scoundrel he was a rolling, a rolling stone i love the offbeat claps in that mm -hmm. and the uh wah guitar at the beginning oh so cool you're right kenny i can't find that anywhere yeah in movie it sounds fascinating i'm I'm going to do a little more digging, see if I can find that guy. It'd be a, we could kill 20 minutes on that. Boy, he looks like a goofball. He's got the bad beard. Yep. The chin beard. The chin beard, exactly. <clears throat> he was on to tell the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh. Wow, you're right. This looks fascinating. I wonder if any GLers have a copy of it. Is it worth putting out? Uh, Julio Zapata, Zapata, whatever his name was, type of memo. Hey, uh, anybody have? Uh, the hell are you talking about? Probably be on VHS though. So, what good does that? I think I actually have. Well, a no, because still they released. Oh, no, it you're right. Yeah, it was thirteen. So yeah, so It'd be DVD. It's got to be on DVD somewhere. You would think so. Let's look at the Google Wild Bills Run DVD. Tomorrow. Kenny, did you really want me to put that on Twitter? Gonna fuck. Yeah, I'll retweet it. Okay. Don't I have more followers? Yeah. Yeah. I can get it for you on eBay for 40 bucks. $39.99. Really? Yeah. How soon can they get it to me? Uh, I might actually pull the trigger on that. My guess is they may send John, it I, media. What are you looking for, Kenny? Last week, I bought um, a gasket kit on a Monday. 
on it arrived on Thursday. What's he looking to buy? It's oh. a movie called Wild Bill Wild Bill's Run. This guy took some ski rules from Minnesota and he wanted to ride to uh, Russia and it didn't work out. He didn't make it. But later he became uh, America's most wanted man for trafficking marijuana. He disappeared off the face of the earth. They never found him. He was a Minnesotan. Yeah. And a real character. And um, the guys, the three old guys that are riding up to Alaska did a bunch of research on him. And so his name keeps coming up uh, on their uh, Facebook feed. Hmm. I'm surprised you don't remember anything like that, huh? From 72? No. no. What was his name? Bill Nolan? No, Bill. Um, gee whiz. No, I can't remember his last name. Wild Bill Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. Ain't ringing a bell. You can ring my. <laughs> Here it is from the DVD lady for $12, allegedly. Ships in 24 hours. Shipping $3. So it'd be 15 bucks here, but I've never heard of this company. Hmm. You have the volume on this thing turned down completely. Go ahead. On everything. Well, are you going to start playing? What are you going to play? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Nothing. Okay. That's still down. Uh-huh. <laughs> thought, you could, thought you could trick them, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's only one copy on uh, eBay, Kenny. Thirty nine ninety nine. You want to play something? Right now. You play? You even play? Hey, you play? You play? You play? I'm practicing my paradiddles. What is that? It's the right, left, fingers. right, 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 yeah. left, right, left, left. Okay. T-Mobile is set to acquire Mint Mobile for one point three five. Billion dollars. That's the way you get rich in this country. You got to sell something. You know who owns Mint Mobile? I don't. The actor Ryan Reynolds. I don't know wow. who that is. Really? So that bastard's really good looking, and he's married to what's her name, and now he's worth a billion and a half. What is her name? Uh, she's a smoke show. I don't know. Oh, Kenny, you can get this from this DVD lady as a download. Oh. Really? Um, Blake Lively. That's who I'm thinking of. I'm Who's confused. Ryan Reynolds? He's an actor. Actor. He owns Mint Mobile. I've never seen him <laughs> in anything, have I? Maybe. You've probably TV? seen him in a TV commercial or two. He's kind of a generic, good-looking guy. 
He's funny as hell, though. I, I enjoy him. Hey. I, and I know how corny and cheesy funny it is, but how? Van Wilder's a great I, Van Isn't Wilder makes me laugh. One of his uh, commercials, his mom is in it, right? Um, For the telephone? Maybe. I think, I think so. Maybe. Oh, wasn't that a Super Bowl ad? And they both are laughing at each other. You know, he Good broke day. up with Scarlett Johansson to go out with Blake Lively. Guys well, a, when you're in that realm. Guys uh, had a good run. When you're in that realm, you have options. Options. Right. Wow. Good for him, man. One and a half, Bill. Oh, yeah, I got to tweet this out. Well, how did he end up owning a phone company? Don't know. Well, what's the temperature? Is the goal yeah, should be nice out, right? On me, we Reynolds mentioned. purchased a minority ownership stake in Mint Mobile in 2019. Wait, you get distracted too easy. What about the lady with the download? DV, just... DVDlady.com, but I, I'm not sure. It looks like you can just download it for 12 bucks. 42 degrees. Kenny, I just tweeted out that GoFundMe link. So if he has a minority ownership stake, I wonder how much he'll get. Eh, half a bill. <laughs> yeah. What do they call, um, what do I call the van? Uh, handicap van? Handicap access van. Does that enable a slur? No. What it is. Uh, yeah. Well, now that I'm all calmed down and no longer crabby, I need to call and argue with uh, some management people at work. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so the rest of my day is ruined.